Let me be plain here. The Steelers are a better football team with Kevin Dotson starting at left guard. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. We heard from Dotson yesterday, first time in training camp. He acknowledged that he's had an ankle injury that he sustained on day one. Called it frustrating to have to deal with. But for the most part, he he sounded... All the right notes, I thought, in his session with us after this practice, uh, particularly as it relates to understanding that he hasn't proven anything yet. Just have not legit haven't done anything. There's nothing to look at for my my body of work right now. You know, like I, I have not practiced once except for uh, yesterday was like my first kind of half practice. So I mean. He wasn't lying. I can't lie and say he was lying, but, you know, it, it wasn't like – it's just read differently on Twitter. If you don't get how he says it, he says it, reading it sounds worse than it really is. Maybe that's what Mike Tomlin was going for the other day when he made his striking remark about how Dotson hadn't done anything yet, how he hadn't earned being with the first team. And way more significant than that, the fact that Rashad Coward continues to run with the ones and undoubtedly will start in the exhibition game tomorrow night in Philadelphia. Dotson needs to prove that he's the guy. He needs to prove that he's the better left guard. You won't find anyone to disagree with that concept, but he still needs to demonstrate it. And at the same time, the Steelers need him. They really, really do. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose also where you'd like to achieve those. It could be at Point Park's beautiful downtown Pittsburgh campus. It could be online. It could be a flexible hybrid format. Learn more at pointpark.edu. Whatever it is that's gone wrong in Dotson's offseason, and if you've been following my reporting, you know that the Steelers coaches haven't been particularly happy with him. Not that that's anything that I expected to become public until Tomlin decided to make it that on Monday. But that shouldn't rewrite the history from 2020, which is that when Dotson stepped in for an injured Matt Filer in the second half of the season, Dotson didn't just outperform Filer, he outperformed everyone on that line. Now, I'm not in a position to sit here and do line grades on guys and whether or not he properly executed this technique or that technique. But I'd like to think that from the standpoint of running the football, watching him just shove guys five, six yards downfield was kind of a good thing. 
you know, was kind of a positive. And for a football team that did, despite that, finish 32nd out of 32 in rushing, after the owner admonishes and challenges everyone to make running the football again the top priority, yeah, you you don't just want Dotson involved, you need him involved. I, I wish I knew what the shortcoming was. I wish I knew what the criticism was, because if it's something related to, uh, I don't know, playbook or pass protection or whatever, or stuff that's not as easily seen as him blocking a dude several yards downfield on a running play, I hope that it's solvable. I hope that it's solvable. I appreciate and respect that Rashad Coward has done a good job at left guard. I also appreciate and respect that Coward has put himself into a position where he could still win the job on his own merit. If he continues performing well, and I'll remind you that Tomlin told me on Monday that he felt Coward had been, quoting directly here, excellent to date. His word, not mine. Coward's only 26 years old. He's a converted defensive lineman from Old Dominion. He's got 30 NFL games to his credit. 15 of those were starts. Five of them were starts for the Bears last season. He's not nobody. Maybe he can win it, but I still believe after all this other stuff and all this discussion and debate and everything else, that the ideal outcome is for Dotson to take this job, to claim it. And I can promise you that is exactly what Tomlin wants to see because I've been covering this guy for a while and I know how he operates. All of this was, I don't want to say staged, but but set up, orchestrated in a way that Tomlin could make his point. And apparently... It's been received. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question, and that's always brought to you on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who've been hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed for medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated super lawyers for over 15 years. Has a dramatic sound to it, doesn't it? It's a real thing. It's reserved for the top 5% of attorneys across Pennsylvania. Learn more at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5400. Today's question comes from Jacob, who says, let's say the Steelers and T.J. Watt can't agree on a contract. What in the world would we do? They will. They will. There is no chance whatsoever that the team would be aligned to the extreme that T.J. would be in camp doing work, which he is, by the way, individuals on the field, sideline stuff on his own when they're in team drills, just 
avoiding the risk of injury, something that's been mutually agreed on by the player and the team, there's no way they'd be this far along and then not get it done. However, however, playing along with your question, since that's not what you asked, what would happen? Um... Armageddon, baby! I mean, that would just be the end of everything, okay? I mean, trying to picture what the Steelers would do without T.J. Watt. Now, look, T.J. would still have to play. You know that, right? I mean, he's got a contract, and he's going to pull a Le'Veon Bell and sit out. You're into some multiple additional levels of drama. If you want to talk about from the football standpoint, I mean, that's, that's a little bit of a different story. Because Melvin Ingram and Alex Highsmith have both been among the Steelers' most effective, most visible players on either side of the football in this camp. Now, that might be because they're going against crazy, inexperienced offensive linemen, and they've, for the most part, had their way with the tackles, which is not a great sign for the Steelers, by the way. But this is, I I can't even go here, man. I just can't. This isn't going to happen. They're going to get this contract done. I believe it's going to be done sooner rather than later because we now see that they also want to start working on other final year guys. Maybe not Minka Fitzpatrick right away, but maybe Joe Hayden and maybe a couple other guys. And you can't do any of that until you get TJ done. So there's a little bit of pressure here on both sides. They're going to get TJ done. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one tomorrow from Philadelphia.